This is Green Room on Air with Ray Renati, your first stop for entertainment. When you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes. Hello, everybody. This is Ray Renati, and you've reached Green Room on Air, and this is my podcast. How you doing? I hope everybody's surviving the the COVID-19, all right, and that you... uh, aren't too stressed out, that you don't have any family members or anybody that you know who has been ill. I don't know anybody, but uh, for those of you who do or have been affected by this directly, my heart goes out to you. You know, um, I've been thinking a lot lately about values and what's important to us and, and how we determine what's important to us. And I've really been thinking a lot about my involvement in entertainment When I first started acting many years ago, gosh, 30, 40 years ago, it was purely for the art of it. I I loved the feeling of developing a character and listening and and being on stage and, and having this high, almost like the kind of high a rock climber gets when they're ascending a peak where you're totally in the zone. It's so addicting. And lately... I know this is hard to believe in the middle of COVID-19. I have been exposed to the underbelly, the shameful, sort of disgusting underbelly of show business. And um, I don't like it. I just don't like it. I I don't want to get too specific because I don't want to embarrass anybody. And I don't want to talk bad about anyone because nobody deserves it. It's just the way it works. You know, I have this podcast, and it's certainly not on anyone's radar at the level of, say, uh, you know, Mark Maron's WTF or something. I mean, I'm a blip on a blip, you know, a grain of sand in a giant giant beach. I have some friends who, over the years, have become highly successful in that uh, they're on Broadway, a couple, uh, one of my friends has won two Tony Awards. I have friends in Los Angeles who are on TV a lot, who have their own TV series. And I asked one of these people if they would be on my podcast for 10 minutes. And this person uh, sort of strung me along for a while and hoping I would catch a clue that this person did not want to be on my podcast. And of course me, I'm clueless probably, you know, unconsciously. I didn't want to admit to myself that this person didn't want to be on my podcast. And finally, this person just had to completely blow me off and say, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And I felt so rejected. And this isn't the first time it's happened. I mean, I've had this happen to me so many times. I mean, the first time was years ago when I was in a show with somebody who also will go unnamed, who came in second in American Idol, and I had a project I wanted to do with this person, and they strung me along for a while and then completely blew me off. And I get it, you know. If if I were any of these people's managers, I would tell them the same thing. Don't waste your time. And it's not only don't waste your time, you don't want to be associated at this point in your career with somebody who is unknown, just because they're a friend doesn't mean that you should go on with them because you'll just be, you know, stepping on your own feet, hurting your own career, possibly. I mean, could you imagine, say, um, say, say Mark Marin calls 
up this person and says, you know, I, we, we'd like to have you on, on a WTF. Uh, when can we book you? And, you know, they, they decide on a date and then they say, oh, have you been on any other podcasts? And this person says, uh, uh, yeah, I was on this one. It's called a green room on air. Uh, yeah. What's that? Mark Marin says, I never heard of it. Uh, let me check it out. He checks it out. He sees that I'm relatively insignificant, that my podcast is really relatively insignificant. And then she gets a call later. Uh, yeah, you know, I think we're going to push it out a year from now. Uh, you know, so that's the thing. I get it. I get it. But it hurts. Rejection hurts. You know, I was reading something interesting. Rejection, rejection affects the same area in the brain as real pain, actual pain. And they found that people who've been rejected respond well to Tylenol. Yeah. So I have to tell you, I did take some Tylenol, you know, and I did feel better. It's, it's amazing. I have to say, you know, I was upset. And then it, uh, I had another incident today with an audition I, I was supposed to do. But the there was a problem with communication. And the thing is, is a lot of times they don't treat you like human beings. And you're just a commodity. And that's that's hard. Even in the theater world in San Francisco, it happens, especially after you get in the union and then you're trying to, to get the jobs in the higher tier theaters. It becomes very political. And, um, and as I said... I, I don't blame anybody. It's just the way it goes. But as I'm approaching 60, you start to wonder, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Is this what you want to keep doing? Do you want to keep fighting for these things? Or do you want to do something meaningful that no one can stop you from doing? You know, I can produce my own shows. I can write a musical. I can write a play. I can focus on my photography. I can focus on my music. I can write my own musical show. I don't have to keep fighting for these roles and most of the time losing i mean rejection is part of being in this business but gosh when you start to get older and you wonder how much time you have left do you want to spend the rest of your life fighting for a role and then end up doing almost nothing when you could have just done your own thing you know these are the things that go through my mind as i contemplate and ponder my future okay so now you know what's been bugging me. Let me give you something useful here. So as we all know, because of this COVID-19 virus, we're sort of stuck at home, the sheltering in place. And it's, it's really damaged live theater and performances, live performances of all kinds. However, people have been becoming very innovative in that area. And if you've watched Saturday Night Live recently, the last couple of episodes, they've done something on Zoom or fake Zoom or something. And these have been some of the funniest episodes and more, most consistent Saturday Night Live episodes I've seen in a long time. So I, I find that really interesting. And in addition to that, there are a lot of theater companies who are offering uh, free uh, performances of their plays with some of the best actors in the world on YouTube or other platforms. And then local theater companies all over the United States are doing all kinds of innovative things. If you just go to any of your local theater companies' websites and look around or look in the paper wherever you're from, you'll find things. Now, what I'd like to do is tell you something. Uh, I'll tell you about something I found in timeout.com, and I'll put a link in the notes here. 
it's an article entitled The Best Theater to Watch Online Right Now. And they list a whole bunch of top-notch theaters here, and you can watch these plays online. For instance, um, the uh, right now, the, the best London theater to stream, okay? And um, if you go to National Theater Live, and I started watching this uh, while it was actually happening live, but I, I had to stop and pause it because I had an appointment. But Gillian Anderson of The X-Files recently starred in A Streetcar Named Desire uh, with National Theater Live, and it's available on YouTube. Um, Seawall with Andrew Scott is available. Shakespeare's Globe, The Winter's Tale, wonderful play is available. Uh, and just a whole bunch of stuff from London is available online. And it's most of these things are beautifully filmed. And uh, if they're done well, it's just like being there. It really is. I, I've seen a lot of the National Theatre uh, of London productions, and they're just top-notch. So I would recommend that. Uh, the best New York theater to stream online right, right now. Um, you can go see, uh, uh, oh God, I don't even know how to say this, Shabun, return, uh, Returning to Reims. Um, uh, all in the Timing is online. Uh, just, just go to this website. It's all over the place. Uh, London is particularly good with this kind of stuff. The Metropolitan Opera is streaming performances every night. And on and on and on. Andrew Lloyd Webber's Biggest Musicals, free on YouTube. All right, so that's uh, in timeout.com, which is the, uh, the big theater magazine in, in London where they advertise all of the live theater in London. And I'll provide the link here for you and check it out. I know I am going to. I was recently in a, uh, involved with three performances of a local company here, Amios West. I'll put the link there too. And we did some online plays. Usually uh, this thing that we do every month called Shots, S-H-O-T-Z, is uh, is a live performance. It's about an hour long with five to, no, excuse me, six to eight live performances of five to 10 minute plays. And they just get better and better. And they're so funny usually. Um, and we usually perform live at the Phoenix Theater in San Francisco, but because of the COVID-19, we have been performing, performing these on, uh, on Zoom, filtered into YouTube for people to watch, and they're excellent. And, and I'll put the link there uh, uh, in the show notes for that as well, so you can check that out if you'd like to. So even though we are all uh, hunkering down due to the plague, you can get, still get your your uh, your fix of theater. It's not as good as being there, but you can see some cool, innovative stuff that people are doing given the circumstances. Yeah. All right. I think that'll be it for today. Thanks so much for listening, people. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you do enjoy it, tell a friend about it. Green Room on Air. Uh, if you'd like to write to me, it's greenroomonair at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. You can even call me at 650-318-1642. All right, everybody, take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Shelter in place. Keep far away from other people. 
at least six feet, as you know. I like to be much further than six feet. 60 feet's good for me, or more. I don't want that thing. No way. You know, I'm almost 60. I have scarring on my lungs. I've had asthma. I've had pneumonia twice, so I can't afford to get it. So I'm not working. I don't go outside much. I go outside, but I stay away from people. I don't go anywhere except the grocery store when I have to, and that's it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm actually doing fine. I, I, you know, I, I don't have all that anxiety and stuff that people are having. I'm, I'm just doing my thing here, trying to keep busy. Anyway, I hope you're doing well, and I know if you, it, it can be rough. And if you're not, you know, get some help. There's all kinds of online therapy now. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool what people are doing. The innovation of the human mind. Take care of yourselves. And until next time, I will see you on the boards. Bye-bye, everybody.